Hi, my name is Adam Reichert, co-host of the Talk Eastern Europe podcast. I'm sure you have heard about the country of Belarus, which has been dominating international news headlines and the massive protests and violence that broke out there. To understand this country better, we have prepared a special documentary podcast series called The Story of Belarus, The Nation, Its History, and A New Hope. In this 10-episode documentary, we explore the country in greater detail. You can learn more by visiting www.neweasterneurope.eu slash Belarus or listen anywhere you find podcasts. What's up, my fellow prophets? It's Kev. Before we get into today's show, you can now go to 12OunceSportsNetwork.com slash Amazon for all of your online needs. I mean, it costs you absolutely nothing. Just hit the link and start shopping. Once again, that's 1212OZSportsNetwork.com slash Amazon. Just get the shopping, guys. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome to Preach Kev. Preach with Rashad. We are the prophets in an episode another sermon. Coming at you from 12 on Sports, Zingo TV, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you can listen. Hey, Rashad, man, what's going on? What's good, bro? How you been, man? Man, chilling. Uh, it wasn't as hot today. Got rained on. But in, uh, other than that, <laughs> it's been, it, was, it, was, it was a good day. How about you? Oh, yeah. Hot, hot part, so I'm turning to rainy summer for the day. <laughs> you ain't lying about that. Uh, we got a guest today. Uh no, see, I think you've been on the show before. I think so. Way, way back when we was just starting off. Uh, Kiana Jones, what's up? Hi. It's, you know, out here. It's very warm. Um, and I don't have much else to say because it's so hot I can't think. Oh, we got you. The, the person behind all the all the profit merch and everything like that. So, you <laughs> know, we got to. Shout out definitely with the logos and everything. We appreciate Appreciate you, Keanu, man, uh, for joining us in this episode. Um, you know, with NBA coming back, uh, we decided to do a uh, doctor's order with COVID going on, NBA bubble. So, with the teams that's there, we got we got we got a what 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 would the doctor give them if they want to win an NBA championship or or have the chance to win? So we, we, we're gonna we're gonna go through that. Uh, not going. I think I think it's gonna be funny. Uh, we did it for, for Christmas uh, episode for the football team. My man Rashad had the Texans getting a getting a nurse. Kawhi Fuller and JJ Watt and everybody all the other guys <laughs> was always hurt. So um, I, th- I think it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty fun. So uh, just start off, man. Um, what do y'all think about all the scrimmage games going on? They're cool. Um, it's kind of weird. It's a little jarring with no fans and. Um, just kind of getting used to the look of it. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I'm sure as these eight games progress and the playoffs get kicked off, um, that it'll it'll be more more palatable um, to watch these teams. I haven't seen a whole ton of them, um, but the ones I have seen, I got adjusted pretty quickly. But at first, it is like ain't nobody out here. A lot of feet screeching, and um, <laughs> and, and like get that out of here. So. 
I just gotta get used to that. It sounds like uh, 2K with the crowd noise up. No, the only thing I care about with the no fans is I'm gonna watch every. I mean, hopefully they make the playoffs, but I'm gonna watch every Blazer game just to hear my boy Melo hit that quote. And y'all know what I'm talking about on that rebound. <laughs> I'm gonna say he is, he already did it today already. I know that. I mean, that's the only. I'm watching the Blazer game just to hear Melo say that. But I mean, I haven't really got into the scrimmages too much just because they are scrimmages. Right. But um, I want to see how, how it plays out because it's gonna be interesting with. You know, normally the, the home crowd's going crazy on free throws. Now, guys, you got to stand there and knock them down. Uh, you know, the, the crowd can kind of get you back in a momentum swing from down 18, down 20, but now there's no crowd. So you may still lose by the 18 or 20. You just, it's going to be interesting oh. to see how some of the of certain games kind of play out. You might not hear the, you know, get distracted, the shot clock going down. So it's just certain little nuances of the game, you know, you can't hear the play being called out or what's my tell you to cut, go back door or something like that. So. Just the nuances of the game from a home road difference are gonna be erased. Yeah, I'm kind. Of, I'm kind of excited. I think uh, you got LeBron talking about some. Uh, just had my first pregame nap in so long. I was like, okay, well, we'll, we'll see what you do tonight in your in your ten minutes of playing. You're not gonna play a lot. And I, I was mad because I finally got to watch. Um, I think it was Blake uh, Kings in the Heat. Jim Butler wasn't playing. Bam was already sent down. I was like, man, I got to the game too late. <laughs> And it, it felt like a preseason game almost like, because I was like, man, I can't wait for the actual games to start and make it actually mean something, because right now you're just getting your feet wet and, and we're going to see what happens. Um, so in this in this doctor's orders, where you want to start at, Rashad? I mean, let's start in the West, man. That's kind of like the, you know, the hot topic of everybody's leaning L.A. or L.A. for the title. So let's kind of start on, on that end of the coast. All right. Let's go with uh, – you know what? I, I thought that they they were they were on the news a lot yesterday because of the starting lineup they had. So let's let's start off with the Denver Nuggets. Um, oh yeah, Yoga Yoga Jet Point Guard. <laughs> shout, shout, shout out shout out uh, JB man. They out there creating these strange lineups. Uh, Millsap at the at the uh, at the three ball ball bubble ball ball better than playoff Paul George. Uh, playoff P. You know he, hey give me give me bubble ball ball. Play you got something to say. <laughs> then he get called in for a, a test. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Six, he had, he had sixteen points, ten rebounds, yes, and six blocks. That's that's immediate random drug test. Yeah, they they acting like Bo Bo when doing that in college though. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever. Exactly. Um. So all right, all right, Rashad, you got something for the Denver Nuggets as far as what the doctor ordered? Man, the Denver Nuggets they are kind of like in a weird spot because they could draw one of the the top seat, well, not a top seat, but like a top team on like the bottom end of the seating. So for Denver, man, they just need pure luck. That's all they need, pure luck. But more importantly, you know, they need their health, and they've kind of gotten that back with, you know, Porter, Bobo, um, Gary Harris, guys like that. they kind of been banged up. So to me, the doctor is ordering them just a lucky break. That's really all they need because you got to get through the whole West. So they need they need luck as far as like a star player gonna catch COVID. They get a good <laughs> match. <That's laughs> they, they need a whole lot of luck on their side, man. So you know, kind of like the Drake over your thing. They need they need a good an owl or something, man. Cause owls are like signs of luck. They need an owl, man. I think I I think I went kind of a little harsh on uh, when I say mine and 
uh, for the doctor. I think the doctor ordered them some 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 life alerts because uh, like you talked about the health issues, Ball Ball Porter Jr. is the reason why they got point guards and shooting guards not starting. Like they 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 broke it down and they like you said they need the luck and it's like we need some life alerts because somebody somebody gonna go down again and it, it, it just like the injury bug living in Denver right now. Uh, so that, that that's what that's what I would say. I mean, looking at the rest of their schedule, luck would be in their best bet. Um, they they kind of come off a little bit, you know, they have Miami first. Um, Oklahoma City could be a test. Um, San Antonio, I don't really think is a test for too much of anybody. And then it's Portland, Utah, L.A., L.A., um, and then Toronto. So, yeah, they for sure need some some lifelines and uh, a little bit of uh, a little owl or somebody, whoever. A, a seven in, on a dice roll or something. <laughs> they don't need it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so, what do y'all think about that lineup, though? Like, how long do you think it's going to last? It's a scrimmage. They have I mean, fun. Yeah, okay. So, you don't think – well, see, the thing is, Jokic always bring the ball to the court anyway. Like, I mean, they, they, they may do it for, like, five to seven minutes in a game, depending upon how some foul trouble looking or just yeah. to throw a look out, something like that. But they're not going to be running that – Full time, like it's just a wrinkle to the to the offense. I'm not tripping off of it. But I've yeah, it seen, was fun you know, to watch and see. Yeah, but I, it, I don't think it'll last too much longer. I've seen, I've seen a lot. Like if you if you watch them, like Jamal come Murray bring the ball to the court, Jokic come get it, like as if he's the point guard of the team. And you know, I mean, kind of he really is. You think about it, like he's the one that's lead, like usually lead the team in assists and everything like that. So yeah, it's it's fun to watch. I'm glad Ball Ball is uh, healthy. Uh, I, I feel like Denver Nuggets had capitalized on two guys already with Ball Ball and, and uh, Michael Porter Jr. as far as health issues. And if they ever get healthy and, and they can stay. Man, excellent draft steals. Man, you're talking about a team. Like, you already got Jokic as, as a steal. And then you get these two guys who can – Ball Ball can space the floor. Like, those two guys are shooters. Like, uh, it'll be, it's scary if they ever, like, stay, stay healthy and, and stay sound. Yeah, I don't know if this is their year, but they got a solid foundation for going forward. This year, I ain't gonna tell them to hang it up, but like they should start taking it off a little bit and like <laughs> put it to the side. But, right. but you know, they're they're building a good foundation for a season that runs a little bit more uh, normally, quote unquote, whatever normal will be later. Right. I feel like Denver's gonna always be that franchise that kind of gets stuck in the middle of like they could be good, but they don't really have that. If Jokic is your is your one, who's like your second best player, you know, right. or, you know, when you got, L, you know, L.A., you got Bron and A.D., two top seven players. You got Kawhi and Paul George. They're, if they're healthy, that's two top ten players. So you got the Rockets, that's Harden and Russ. That's two top ten, two top 12 players. You know, they're kind of – Denver is a talented team, but they're just kind of going to be always, to me – be a great regular season team, but going to get stuck in the playoffs every year because they just don't have that that next gear mm-hmm. like the other fans as far as like just a, a top player with a, a more experienced coach to a certain degree. I was going to the uh, the Grizzlies. Um, this is this is a team that surprised a lot of people this season. Uh, being the AFC with lead, being led by a lot of young guys, uh, John Morant, Dylan Brooks. Uh, you got um, what's the what's the what's the small four from uh, Gonzaga? Um, Brandon Clark, my boy Giannis, aka Travis Kelsey at center. Um, <laughs> uh, and then you got—I mean, you, you got a bunch—you got a bunch of young guys, and, and, and this team 
nobody really thought they'd be here and hit the yard uh, rebuilding with let Gasol go last in the trade, let Conley go, uh, no more Zebo, no more no more the Rudy Gays of the world. That whole that whole grit and grind era was gone. Um, so because they all knew guys, I the the life the life alert not life alert the uh, daughter's orders would be you know you remember those like Fred Flintstone vitamins? Yeah, yeah they taste the, like chocolate. The chewable. <laughs> Well, I, I, I'm, that's what the doctor ordered because they have to grow up real fast, and like, if they if they can if they can muster this this tough schedule that they got, which the NBA did it on purpose uh, to make sure they'll make it. If they can grow up, they can still make the playoffs and and you know I guess shock a lot of people because no, the NBA don't want them in there as you can tell by the schedule. The fans don't really want to see no Memphis versus Lakers. They rather see Zion or at least give me Dame in the A spot. So. If, if they can grow up, they can grow up over the next two, three weeks. Then hey, watch out for the Grizzlies. They're gonna, they're gonna get swept, but at least watch out for these eight games. I kind of went along those same lines of how they need to grow up. So I just said the doctors ordering them some bricks so they can build a foundation <laughs> of experience in these kind of clutch moments. Yeah. And then going forward, you know, John Morant's a rookie. Um, Brooks, Jackson, all those guys, they're all young. So uh, a tough eight-game stretch plus at the, probably at max five playoff games because I don't think they'll you know get into a six- or seven-game series. So either get swept or be a gentleman sweep, four or five playoff games. So you'll get 12 games of high-pressure, high, you know, clutch moments that you got to step up in. So just some bricks to kind of build upon the young foundation that they're already having. I mean, a question to y'all would be, they're in the eighth spot right now with Portland right behind them. And with the play-in rules, if they're if Portland's within four games of Memphis, they play for a spot, you know, to switch out or whatever, to stay in. So do you think the Grizzlies could sit, could run with Portland to win two games and then make it to the Lakers? That's going to be tough. When you talk about Dame Lillard, who we we've seen his his playoff at least first round uh, performance and how clutch he is, and to put him on that stage when it's like him versus like young guys, it's like he it's like he has to win. Like if he don't, we're gonna criticize him. And, and you know, by us, I mean the media. As far as like, oh, Dame can't even do this, you know. And I don't I don't think he want to live with that because we are we all know that he need to leave Portland. Um, if you want to win a championship, but he don't want to leave, so he he gonna have to win. Like he he can't be keep losing and giving us reasons why to tell him like you gotta go, you gotta get out of here because you're not gonna win nowhere else. Yeah, that's yeah. what when I look at no, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, they, I, I agree. They ain't gotta get out of there, man. When I look at the Grizzlies, like you said, they're very young. They need to grow up, and I just don't know if the schedule that they have. Because Portland will give them that run at nine. Um, I don't know if they have what it takes to grind out eight more games in the season, face a veteran, quote unquote veteran. I mean, it's Dame and CJ uh, with a couple other guys sprinkled around. Face that hey, my team. Child, my boy Melo there. Like, he didn't even say Melo. <laughs> okay. I mean, if you need to hear it. <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> <laughs> I don't think they can grind it out against those guys with all their issues in other places. And Portland still, I think, comes out of that and has, you know, Memphis sees their chances go from that small, that very small window to do something in the playoffs against the Lakers to being slammed shut. So. Mm. 
You think it was else you want to add Rashad by the Grizzlies? Nah, man. Just they need some bricks to get that foundation right. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go to a team. Um, so let's, let's, let's talk about the Blazers. Um, we talked about the. I don't know. You seen Charles Barkley said that if they get that eighth seed and they play the Lakers, that he think that they will beat them. Um, so Rashad, what do you have the Dallas orders for the Blazers? Man, I like Charles Barkley, but I think he was just kind of going for a, a kind of a hot take because he he already had to kind of give the caveat of if they even get in. So right. when you're already wondering if somebody's going to even get in, you probably shouldn't even be trying to go hit a a hot take like that, man. But the Blazers, the doctor needs to give them some chemistry because you're adding back two guys in Collins and Nurkic, plus you got to still figure out, you know, the whole add these guys back in, so who do you take minutes from to give them to these guys? Mm-hmm. So I think they need to give them chemistry, man, because it's going to be kind of – you had time off. Guys are getting back in shape, stuff like that. I know people always say, oh, well, if the Blazers would have been healthy, that would have been this X, Y, Z, C, whatever, all that kind of silly stuff. Well, they probably wouldn't have made none of the trades or moves they made if those guys were healthy. So you wouldn't just have the same team just sit right here in front of you this year. So I think they need to give them chemistry because you're adding back some key pieces – well, a piece that they they deem pretty pretty valuable. So now you're are you going to take the white side out and put Nurkic back in? Are you going to bring Nurkic off the bench? Like, you know, just a lot of stuff with egos, minutes, all kind of stuff could kind of get uh get rough unless everybody kind of buys in, is on the same page of let's just do whatever we got to do to get to that eight spot, and from there we'll take it one game at a time against whoever's number one, and try to make uh you know a historic run from the eight seed. For the Blazers, I really just prescribe them one big man a game. Like you said, they got they're kind of heavy at that big position. So um, somebody's got to clean up where Whiteside isn't on defense. Because um, once you start getting outside of the paint, he start. Especially we've seen him. He get a little heavy. He can't move. He don't know what to do. So <laughs> you need somebody that's gonna be able to pick up where he left off. I mean, Frank Collins, he's cool, but I mean, I don't. I still don't really trust him in that position either. And then somebody's got to clean up that rebounding issue again. Like Whiteside is cool around the rim, but you you're gonna need somebody to to pick up where he lacks. Um, so in addition to chemistry, they got to find that one big man that's gonna lead the big man group, and then be that guy for them. And I don't think it's Whiteside. So no, I'm <laughs> about to say well, Whiteside had his fun during the season, but yeah, Nurkic and Zach Collins coming back, those two together in the front court, like they they they, they do something different for for the Blazers and. You're talking about Zach Collins, seven foot, who can shoot the ball. Uh, Nurkic, who can do a lot of things, like you know, he can pass, rebound, all different things that that help, that help out Damon CJ. Um, but it's kind of like I think I think the dog got to order them like a, a a slight time machine because they they gonna need Melo from a couple years back because this whole this whole time I've been preaching for like the last four years, like if they get a front court scorer who can who can give them twenty, like. The Blazers could do something. You're not relying on your back, your your six two guards to 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 score fifty a piece. If you if you want to beat the lights of the Lakers, the the Clippers, and and uh, the Rockets, and so on. So if they can if they can channel that inner, you know, Denver Nugget Melo or even New York Nick Melo who can come back and, and he can be efficient and and put up twenty uh, during this stretch. The Blazers the Blazers have a chance, and I'm not gonna say they, I'm not gonna go to the level of beating. The Lakers, but I mean, you you can lose for it too. I I think they can put the Lakers to to the they can push them because Lakers can't guard the guard position. 
Uh, you can't stick Andy Davis on Dame. You can't stick LeBron on Dame. So it's like he's going to get his. And if Melo is feeding uh, LeBron or, da- or Davis, whoever it is, it could be a tough series for the Lakers. So um, if they can challenge that inner, the inner Melo, get, go get him back from the past, then then uh, I'm, the Blazers can do something, something. Not a lot. And they, they have the luxury, I mean, in the case of Carmelo, who has slimmed down to fit his new role, they have yeah. the luxury of uh, of condensed season. So people are already putting an asterisk in some places. So it's like, you can go hard right here because whatever you do, people, as long as you don't get embarrassed, people are going to give you a little bit of leeway. So, I mean, they got a, the opportunity to go as hard as they want to right now in eight regular season games go as hard as they want to, see where they at, and really make a push, like you said, at the Lakers. Well, I don't know if they'll win that series, but they can push them to the brink of you think, of you saying, like, okay, we see what the Blazers are doing. Nobody's writing off Melo anymore the way that people had in the past. So let's see what they do in the 2020-2021 season. So this is a good time for them to um, start to stack some chips and look like somebody out west. Uh, let's move on to the uh, to the Houston Rockets. Uh, both of these, they, both their stars already had was well, got COVID, and they had to join the team later. I, I don't, I don't think they've been both been cleared yet. Um, but you talking about James Harden and Russell Westbrook, uh, and, this, and this team, man, they, them, both of those guys are, are playing at an extremely high level. I think a lot of people were, were very wrong saying that they couldn't play together, and I, I, ne- I never understood why they thought that because you got two guys who are gonna show up every night. And even if James is having a bad shooting night, Russ is going hard, or vice versa. Russ keeps shooting too many threes, and James Harden put up a 45-point uh, game. So I, I thought these guys like really like bounce each other very well. So um, I gave them I, the dollars orders for this one is a, a a big heart because when you're rolling out six five at center, six five at power forward, six four small, and so forth. Like you to play against these guys, to play against Anthony Davis, um, to play against Portland with three bigs out there. Like you're gonna have to be, you have to have a big heart into like to get these rebounds in and to create opportunities for yourselves because offensively, it's like you miss a shot, you go back on defense because you have no chance at the second chance points. Uh, you got Russ and PJ who do who do battle hard down there, but then again, you're only six four, you're only six five. So how much can you really do, um, and especially consistently? So. And uh, their their big heart, if they if they get one and, and they they have one, I think the Rockets have a chance to not not only go like to win a series, but even to, even a chance to go to the finals. Like this, if Harden and Westbrook can be that one two punch, you they can compete with the best duos of, in the game in the West. Kawhi and Paul George, they can compete with LeBron and, and Davis on any given night. So we'll see what the Rockets do, but I'm, I'm gonna give them a big heart. Man, the Rockets were unintentionally already gifted, and that's the COVID nineteen. Yeah, Russ and Harden both had uh, positive symptoms, but I think this three month, you know, quarantine uh, season shutdown kind of benefits those guys because the knock on Russ and Harden is always they have to go through the eighty two game season grind, basically at the number one option. That didn't have to happen this year. So you got a chance to not have to play all 82 games at an MVP triple-double like level, which they both do. You don't have to worry about going straight from that to the playoffs, trying to carry your team and try to beat a Steph Clay, KD-type Warriors team. 
So they've kind of already been gifted by COVID-19. You don't have to worry about a, jug- a juggernaut team. You've got your three months rest. So these guys, even though they were you know, kind of quarantined the last few minutes, you know, I mean, but last few months, um, they should be able to come back and win uh, win a big series and potentially make the West Finals if the matchup shakeout just right because they have no excuse of, oh, Russ is tired this time, Hard is tired this time. Everybody's playing under unique circumstances. So I think, like you said, their chemistry has been pretty off the charts. So they should be able to gel and either one can carry at any point in the game and they should be able to win the title, potentially win the title. They need some poise too. Um, because we've seen them more, when I say them, I really mean more so James Harden. When it when the going gets tough, they don't get going sometimes. And it's a lot of, you know, breaking down when it comes to producing, production. So sometimes it could be Russ is trying to force his way back into the game and he's totally bombing. And how does James Harden account for that? What if they're both off? Because we've seen if, if James Harden ain't getting it going on offensively, he I mean, not even if he wanted to, he can't get it done defensively. So it's like how these guys need some poise. They need poise from their leader, uh, which is something I think they benefited a little bit from when having Chris Paul, a veteran guy who was a, um, a lot more even keeled sometimes. So how can they get poise from Russell Westbrook, who's a firecracker, and James Harden, who, you know, tends to clam up in some big moments. Um, so that's what I would order them, some poise. I like it. I like it. Um Another team in the West, the Mavericks. Now, I struggle a lot with the Mavericks um, because you got a guy who was a rookie of the year last year. Now he's one of the best players in the league. Um, and you got you got Porzingis coming along. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe the doctors need to order them uh, some more some more Americans because uh, outside of the two Euro guys, like who else? Who who else can you count on? Can you count on Tim Hardaway? Can you count on Courtney Lee? Um, I mean, can you count on Nurse Noel for defense? I, it's, it's a lot of guys that you don't know who to count on. So I don't I don't know. We need to get some more some more maybe some more European guys over there or, or or what? Because if this team this team Dallas like they really took a step forward and some something's like you don't really I didn't expect them to be this good. I didn't expect Luca to take this superstar leap, and it's kind of like they're in the middle where it's like. Yeah, they're having a great season, but are you scared of the Mavericks? And, and I, I don't, I don't know if I am. I mean, I agree with that. Um, they kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, we kind of thought they would be on the radar as far as making a playoff push, but yeah. not to the extent of what they're doing. You know, being one of the best teams in the league. Um, but Luca has hella potential, but we didn't think he'd be a MVP candidate this year. I mean, the dude could probably win most improved. He, I mean, look at his numbers. Like, right. dude was almost in a triple double. So, yeah, we definitely um, kind of, I don't say missed on them, but definitely are surprised by how how great they've been. And I'm the same, man. I kind of struggle with what the label demands because outside of Luca and Porzingis, <laughs> what, what do you really? I don't know. You know like, how confident are you really? in them man yeah so that that's what the doctor needs for them they need a supporting cast <laughs> they need a cast <laughs> there you go yeah i mean as you said that the rockers need some heart i mean i think the mass could use some heart or at least some bark that's bigger than they bite because like you said nobody was really worried about them so if you're gonna be here then you need to make sure that people at least remember you right. don't go out sad is what i would say <laughs> i like it i like it because uh 
you know, it's like the Dallas team, we knew they were going to be good at some point. We knew coming along, I mean, we had like, we, we wanted Kimba to go there, Middleton to go there, just because we knew they needed somebody else. And they've they done a remarkable job. And when you when you take, when you have somebody who take that next step, that next level, big things seem to happen. Um, and you see, in, in the West, Luka and Porzingis is just enough. Let's move over to the uh, the other L.A. team, the one that's coming out of nowhere. They're talking a lot. L.A. Clippers, Doc Rivers and them boys, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and Lou Will. Um, I gave these guys Ritalin because they need to calm down. Like, <laughs> like it's always somebody talking. I mean, outside of Ka- Kawhi PG, really don't be saying that much. But the Lou Will, he always got to say why he's a sixth man. And even though he playing 35 minutes a night, you got Harold always talking. Pat Bev, oh my gosh. I mean, he's a dog, but you talk about Dallas when he bark. He need to give some of his over there to Dallas to to Luca who 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 if he's had one, it makes more sense than, than Pat Bev. But I, I'm gonna give him really because they they just need to calm down and just play. Like if everybody can be Kawhi, like <laughs> it's 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 such a better team and people don't get that annoyance for the Clippers who haven't won anything yet. Yeah, they've had a, a few guys kind of lead the bubble for, I guess, family reasons, stuff like that. So that's kind of starting to be a concern. But I guess they will be allowed to, you know, return. I'm not sure they have to quarantine or not, but I know they they may let those guys return. But the main thing with the Clippers has always been, you know, what is Paul George? And he claims he's playoff P. Well, the doctor needs you to get this access code, my brother, so you can activate <laughs> playoff P because you didn't, you know, you've been to playoffs, you put up some great numbers and stuff like that, but I won't say it's his fault, but the last few years, he hasn't made out the first round. You know, the last time he kind of went deep in the playoffs was with the Pacers when LeBron was still with the Heat. It's like LeBron had, had three different lives since the <laughs> So, you know, it's still, like, it's still like a minute. So, hopefully we can get playoff P activated and him and Kawhi can make something happen. Pat Beverly, you brought him up earlier, Kevin. Um, I don't know if there's anybody that gets on my nerves more than Patrick Beverly. He just, he's so loud, he's so loud for no reason. Like he just, he's very hyperactive on the court and it seems unproductive at times. Like he doesn't really put himself in the best position to help the team. So it is a lot of like, yap, yap, yap. But when we look at your stats, like what have you really done but be in the way and run all around the court? So. I mean, as much as I like the Clippers as an organization, I would not be too hurt if they got bounced out early just because I'm tired of seeing that. <laughs> that's funny. I mean, I, I guess, like, you always need that type of guy on your team that, that's going to do the dirty work, quote-unquote. But, I mean, be good at it, though. I mean. I mean, every, every guy, every team needs a crazy guy. Like, I can't think of not one team that won a title without a crazy guy or somebody who didn't mind pushing – people's butts like with the Bulls you had you know George the best player so he's a he's a little crazy in his own way but you still had a guy like Dennis Rodman there you know the Rockets had Maxwell so I mean, you always kind of got to have some kind of crazy guy or at least a driving force to kind of push the envelope a little bit I guess it's but like-, like Dennis Rodman was good at what he was doing <laughs> and like Ron Artest was good at what he was doing, even though he was a little off. So, like, right. Patrick Beverly, I'd love for him to be loud and proud of his position and his team. 
But at some point, you're going to need to be good at it. And that's all I want from Patrick Beverly. To actually, I don't know if the doctor can prescribe being good, but like, be good <laughs> while you. <laughs> I, I, I get what you're saying. I, like, but it's like, to me, do the Clippers really need Pat Bev like in the in the playoffs? I mean, because you got Ray Jackson, um, Lou Will, you got Shemet. I think Shemet did, right? Use him. I mean, it's just like Draymond Green. You know, he's an irritant. You got to use him. Gotta I mean, he's not yeah. the talent level of, you know, Dennis and Draymond and stuff like that. But, you know, when you just want to get in there and muck the game up a little bit, I'm thinking, yeah, we're going to put you in here. Go get up in their chest, talk a little trash, get them rattled a little bit, get them out their game, and and we'll put somebody else in for some scoring. All right. Hey, we're going to take a uh, quick commercial break, uh, and then we'll be, we'll be right back. All right, and we're back. Um, let's move on to another team in the West. Uh, let's stay in LA. Lakers. Rashad, what you got? Oh man, the Lakers, what they need is they just need the gift of, of it, it's hard for a doctor to order health, but they need this LeBron and AD to stay healthy. So get them some masks, some vitamins, emergency, <laughs> And you can get LeBron and AD because once once LeBron or AD goes, your title hopes kind of go with them. So get them everything. One of their men's health, emergency, some all the masks they need, N95s, whatever, whatever LeBron and AD need, make sure they have it because I don't care what pieces are around them. I think they, those two guys together can win the title. But you need you need both those guys. Yeah. I just think they need some bounce. They need some some get up and go. They're in a good position, um, and they don't need to fall back on on just thinking they can win um, or just kind of going through the motions. They need some bounce. They need some fight every night. Underdog, um, you know, got to make it happen. They got to feel like they can lose at any moment. That's what they need. Yeah, I'm going with you right, right along with both of y'all. I got I got them. That that is orders is the a bodyguard because. Like you said, Rashad, they have to stay healthy. You surrounded with bodyguards. Anybody coming ten feet, like you out of here. Like don't 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 mess with this 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 two tandem, LeBron and AD because, like you said, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if Kuz scoring fifteen or ten, uh, Rondo being hurt, it's a loss. But I still got LeBron and Anthony Davis. Like Dwight Howard was debating whether he can come in you know, come back or not. Well, we still got Davis. You know, I got JaVale McGee. Like, it, they got enough pieces around. The Morris, uh, even the Jared Dudley. Like, you, you, they got enough people. As long as LeBron and Davis is there, like like, like Keanu mentioned, like, they, they need to realize that they can win, so don't don't lay up. Who – who uh, who, do y'all, y'all, y'all think that the Lakers sweep the awards, MVP and, and uh, defense play of the year? With no. and Davis? You don't think so? Yeah, me neither. So are we? Are I mean, we? Are we all? They, they might not even get one. Like I think, Giannis is the MVP and AD is the defensive player. But you never know how the votes gonna fall out. I mean, they may want to give Giannis both of them. You just never know how it's gonna fall. Yeah, I don't. I don't see why. I for sure don't see either one of them in the MVP conversation. Even though I feel like LeBron is never out of the MVP conversation. Um, but yeah, I don't. If anything, Defensive Player of the Year is one of theirs, um, Anthony Davis's. But I don't know if, if either of them get any MVP nods. All right, I'm with y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm Team Giannis on MVP. Uh, another team, the Pelicans. Uh, Zion has left the bubble. And uh, 
Without his orders is um I feel I feel like the Pelicans are one of those teams is like, you know, it's something wrong with you, you know it. You go to the doctor and you know, you don't get the best news. They tell you you got you know, you got like a twenty percent chance to, to make it to to whatever and I feel like that, that's one of them teams because yes, Brandon Ingram having a great season. Uh Zion is being Zion and Lonzo even having to step up, but it's like I don't I don't know I don't know if they get the the playing game is only eight nine, right? It's not it's not multiple it's not more than that, is it? No, it's just eight nine. I don't know if they get the nine. Like the the NBA laid it laid it up for them to have an easy schedule. And I still think the Blazers get that. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the like you, you go and you, you get some bad news and you just got a twenty percent chance to make it. And um it just is what it is. You got you got a stomach that how you want to stomach it. The the league the league won't get what they want and I, they want they want Zion and I, I don't think they get that. Yeah, they definitely need some friends and family besides them in the final days because it's about to be a wrap. Yeah, Pelicans. I mean, intriguing story. If they had Zion, you would definitely give them a better chance. But with Zion possibly not playing, you really can't count them in to yeah. even get to that eight or nine spot. We probably tie all these three. These three teams together, uh, Suns, Kings, and Spurs. Uh, any I got any, anything individually or special for one of them? No. <laughs> I just say the doctor needs to give them a realistic outlook on the season because they're not going to the playoffs, so they need to just go ahead and. I mean, I'm not saying don't stop playing, don't don't just stop playing, but also like don't expect to go any further than where you currently are. Um, like they have, they're 26, 39 right now, which I don't really think records matter anymore. Just looking at. Nah their last few opponents. So that's the Wizards who are not good. So that's that could be a win. The Mavericks, the Clippers, the Pacers, the Heat, Oklahoma, the 76ers, and the Mavericks again. So and then so they would need to win all eight of them games. Then they need Portland to not win anymore. New Orleans to not win anymore. San Antonio, Sacramento, and Memphis to all be terrible. For them to even have a shot. So they just need to be realistic. They need to, you know, start getting their ducks in order because it's about to be a flight home soon. All I'm gonna say is hashtag free D book until it's the other way around. Hashtag D book free. So sons, sons, you ain't got it. Kings, I think that'd be fun to watch, but Bagley being hurt, um, Spurs, Lamarcus Aldridge being hurt. I just don't think missing your star player is, is a at a, any chance to to help you win, well, not even start, just even any type of big key contributor. So I think I think both of these guys are going, both of these teams, are, all three, they just had no shot, and they're just here because they want to give some other teams some runs. So we won't see all the playoff matchups happen so fast. Oh yeah, it's mainly just for TV revenue, local and you know NBA wise. All right, let's move on to the East. Um, while we talk about those those teams. I think I think the Wizards, Nets, and the Magic are all in the same boat. Uh, without Bradley Beal, no shot, um, and without Kevin Durant or Kyrie, no shot for the Nets and Wizards. I mean, they they relying on Jamal Crawford up there up there in Brooklyn. So uh, the Magic, I mean, they they got they're all their guys, but uh, I like Steve Clifford, I like Vucevic, and all those guys, Evan Fournier. But until somebody emerges as a star, like, if somebody got to take like a Luka leap for the Magic to ever be. What they were like, cause think about it. Shaq, 
Howard, when they was there, they was like top five players in the league at at that time. And Orlando did did got a bunch of guys, and they're never going to take that next step, which is a BA a five, four or five seed and actually do anything. So, um, Magic they got a lot a lot of good guys, but they just ain't got no stars. So, um, Magic they in the same boat as the rest of them. Yeah, I, I like. Me. Oh no, go ahead. Yeah, I like Steve Clifford, but yeah, Magic they out of there. That's all. I said the Nets need to catch in because they're a little bit delusional. So we got to see if they are right. Because, hey. like you said, they don't got no Kyrie. There's no KD. No Spencer Dinwiddie. So there is no chance. Like they're seventh right now. So of course they'll be in the playoffs, but they'll probably face Toronto in the first round. And somebody on their team was like, oh, we feel like we got a good chance. We played them before. But in their last four matchups, they've only they've lost three of them. And the one that they won, they only ran, they only won by 10 points because of Spencer Dinwiddie and some like heavy production from somebody else. And so and then they got blown out by the Pelicans last night or a night or two ago. So the, I mean, you'll get to the playoffs because you were okay before all of this started, but you won't be there long. And I don't know why they feel like they have a chance. Everybody need a little bit of that Pat Beverly in them, but um, don't expect to be around long. Yeah, the only thing about they, they need the Dr. Orioles for closure because it could probably be Jamal Crawford's last NBA games. I mean, sadly as it, as it is, it's going to probably be his last few NBA games. And, you know, Hopefully, it's, it's the guys that are going to play, they can kind of come to grips with their position on the team because this is going to be the last time you get to take all these shots. <laughs> you, your shots going straight down. I'm going to say, yeah, Durant, Durant taking all – he's taking 20. Kyrie going to get 25. You ain't, Yeah. Hey, Karis LeVert, this is his chance, though, right here to, like, go crazy. And I think he got the chance to do so. Um he Karis LeVert is a problem, and nobody like no, nobody really gonna watch him. Uh, I think that that Brooke, if Brooklyn and Raptors meet in the first round, that probably the least watched series, just because nobody care about Brooklyn, and you know Toronto, I mean Canada team, you know. So it's like how much you know we're gonna pay attention, but Karis LeVert has a chance. I, if him and Jamal Crawford get me a game where they both get forty, I think I'm good. I mean they can get forty. They, who's gonna shoot the ball? Joe Harris. Joe Harris. Get <laughs> forty if they're the only ones playing. Like, they, are they gonna be the only ones in the gym? Why are they coming out? Man, <laughs> they better bring a big appetite. Do what they need from the doctor. Big appetite. Yeah, because they need me to About to eat at the court, man. I'm trying to tell you. Um, let's go. Let's go. Let's go to the Sixers. Um, I kind of. I don't know how I was trying to get here, but when I explain it, it makes a lot of sense. So the doctors told them when they came in, like. Hey, you have to lower your cholesterol. You gotta stop eating these all these fatty uh, foods and stuff like that because y'all gotta stop clogging up the hole. Like y'all gotta space it out. We need some guards out there. Like I don't want Ben Simmons, Embiid, Horford, and then Tobias on the court at the same time. I'm sorry, like Elton Brand. I don't know what kind of structure you were doing when you putting this team together, but I'm glad that you got the Glenn Robinson. You got uh, my boy Cork Miles over there. Like you need to put those guys on the court because you gotta open up that. Open up your arteries, man, because it's the only way I see Sixers taking advantage of teams because going big, you're not even going to see the Bucks. Like, you went big to see the Bucks, and you're probably not even going to see them. Yeah, to your point, um, if they're going to start trying to lower anything they should do, let's start by 
lowering your cholesterol, it's time for some Cheerios, not the honey nut kind. And that means that Al Horford gonna have to sit down. Like, let's oh, go ahead man. and give him a lot of rest, a lot of a lot of social distancing, put him at the end of the bench. Cause we don't like you said, they're too forward heavy. They got so many forwards on one team. Somebody's gotta go, and it's gotta be Al Horford. When he was part of their big three, they were almost dead last points per possession. Like can't score in that half court. Like now it's so, it's time to get rid of somebody, and I feel like it should be Al Horford. Simmons is in this new position. They don't he's not a guard anymore. I think they're about to start uh, transitioning him to like small forward. Um, so yeah, it, it, somebody got to sit down. Like it should be Al Horford. Yeah, I got the Sixers going to a NASA training because they learn about face facing all of that. Like, bro, y'all can't be trying to do all this posting up, clogging the lane, running half court set. That's just not how the league works. You got to no. be able to get some jump shots up run at some points and then when it comes down to it you need that bucket throw it down to him be throw it down to being throw it down the horse that's like your guaranteed go-to bucket but as far as just the you know let's just do this all the time no you need to go to a, a nasa train learn about space <laughs> i like that yeah so we all in agreement about that because like i just don't i don't know what i mean i i get the i get the reason for al horford nb injure all the time and you never know what's going to happen i understand that but you you paid tobias harris who doesn't want to play the three he wants to be the four so what happens if none of them get hurt now what you know so and, and even then ben simmons you put ben simmons at the, at the four and you put the josh richardson's um glenn robinson who's who's the other guy that got from the war uh, alec burks you put those yeah. those three on the court with with simmons you talk about how hard that is to guard because one, the, the biggest guy out of those four, he's the point guard. And the other guys can shoot knock down shots, and they can they can go over there. And Glenn Robinson can hoop, and Josh Richardson can hoop. So, like, this, if you if you, if you you mix and match those lineups, then I can see Sixers doing something and going pretty far. But, yeah, this this whole this whole clogging the lane up and having Al Horford and NB shoot five threes a game, that's four threes too many. All right, let's move on to another team, uh, the Heat, Miami Heat. The surprising Miami Heat um, when they got Jimmy Butler. Um, I said, I said the doctor orders like they went to the eye doctor and said they need some glasses because I don't know who they think they are. Like they got they got the fans delusional, uh, thinking they about to get Giannis for Kendrick Nunn in the first round, uh, thinking they're they gonna get Bradley Beal, thinking they're gonna get Oladipo. Like it's the list goes on, and then. You know, oh, Bam's a top five center. Come on, guys. Oh, Tyler Hero's all. I love Tyler. I'm a Kentucky fan. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a ride for my guys. But come on, y'all putting them in this pedestal that they're not there yet. Kendrick Nunn had a great opening start, and he done came back down to earth. And yet, they think they can get Kendrick Nunn. The Hero is going to get me LeBron James. No, it's not going to do. You're not going to get none of these guys. Okay, so let, let's let's relax. Y'all need some glasses. Look look in the mirror and see who you really are, and. I mean, Rashad, you got used like, man, he gonna fans gonna kill you for for last week when I didn't mention them in the upper echelons of the East. And I was like, because I don't think I think they're gonna be the paces of last year. Whoever they play in sec, in the second round, they're gonna they're gonna give them trouble. Well, first round, I'm sorry, first round they're gonna give them trouble whether the Raptors, Sixers, Bucks, um, Celtics. 
but I don't think they have enough to actually win the series. Yeah, yeah I mean, they bully to pop their bubble, man, because they, they are just, like, feeling themselves way too much, bro. Yeah, it's time to see, you know. I mean, they're, they're not bad. No, I, they're, again, they're one of those teams that are just like, eh, all right, well, okay, cool. Like, they don't really scare anybody. I mean, they could maybe stun you a game or two, right. a game and a half. They're not hard to figure out. And then once you're not hard to figure out, you're not hard to beat. So. Yeah, exactly, when the same team playing over and over again. Um, let's go on to the Celtics. Rashad, what you got? Oh, man, you know, I, I, I'm pretty high on the Celtics, man. I think they have the perfect roster, the, the talent pool, the coach. I think under this COVID situation, it's going to be a lot of AAU-type ball of so many games and so many days. And I think the younger guys, with, you know, can get back in shape a little bit faster. Don't They don't take as long to get warmed up. So I think the Celtics do have a realistic, realistic shot at a title. Granted, everybody's favoring the Bucks from the East, but I think the Celtics do have a uh, pretty good shot at winning the title. So, you know, I I, I went with their with their symbol, man. The Lucky Charms, a box of cereal, man. Eat your Lucky Charms, <laughs> and you can maybe wind up in the NBA Finals, man. Yeah, I would get them. Um, what do they call the little things that you rub together and you? Shaka chest. I don't know what those are called. But I would get Paddles? them one of those. Uh, whatever. I would get them one of those before every game just to like shock them back to life and like, you here, this is your moment. Jalen Brown, here you are. We're ready to see you. Um, Jason Tatum, here you are. We're ready to see you. Um, Brad Stevens, here we are. We're ready to see you. Like, just at, before every game, just shock them back to life and let them know like you are alive. You're here. This is your moment and this is your time. I mean, like like Rashad said, you can wind up and be in the NBA Finals if you play the cards right. So I would say just not too long ago there was Game Seven versus LeBron. So you know me, I, I'm I'm always ride with the best player in the East to make the finals. Um, but I, I can agree, Suns so, so do have a good chance. They have they have do have a good roster. Gordon Harris coming back along, and and if he you know he was paid to be the guy, and if he's the fourth guy, oh God, you know what I'm saying that, that can be scary for a lot of teams and and how they match up and. Uh, Tatum playing a lot, a lot of four this year because they got to get all the guys on the court. Um, so, you know, we talk about the Sixers needing the space. Uh, Boston still has that that their weakness of rebounding. So, so I, I, I'm gonna get them out of the order. This is a, a nice, a nice, a nice spray bottle so they can clean their glass because uh, if Cantor down there and they can crash in boards because the Bucks is one of the best rebounding teams in the league. Sixers we talked about their height. Uh, they're gonna need they're gonna need to to crash the glass and get rebounds because even Toronto is really, really big. Um, Toronto, Keon, what you got? I mean, for Toronto, it's a little hard to say what they need sometimes because you see, to me at least, I see flashes of, you know, good everywhere. Um, so for them, I mean, they just need a shock, some consistency, to be honest. If this is what you want, especially if you end up in the first round, you primed to at least start off well. So if you can carry that momentum round to round, then you should be okay. Um, the Nets aren't going to give you too much trouble. Your remaining eight games aren't going to give you too much trouble. Um, so just use this as reps to get ready. Um, and, and, you know, so I give them a date. You know those pill boxes? Just make sure you're taking them pills every day. Make sure you're staying consistent. <laughs> you're yeah. staying, keeping your weight up. 
No, I got Toronto. The, the doctor needs to get them a special soap. And I'm talking about that soap from that movie 17 again from Disney. Because they need to flash back to last year when you got Kawhi, <laughs> people injured, all that. You need all that to happen again. I mean, Siakam took a step. But without that big dog named Kawhi Leonard, man, I don't see how they can run the table again and get out to the finals and win the title. So they need that that, that soap that Gene then was using on 17 again. <laughs> um, I'm a guy. I'm I'm with Keanu on, on that, and and it's a it's the it's the the model of consistency and and this offense. But yeah, I think I think they I think they just need a um. It's like you need the doctor really need them to get a closer because that's what they had in Kawhi. That's really all they needed ever needed throughout the last six seven years with the Rosen, Larry, all them guys. They just needed a closer, and if they if the doctor can order them a closer, and they if he can order something like that to them. Whether, whether it's Van Fleet, whether it's Lowry one game, Ibaka had some game winning shots this year. Siakam emerged, and Marcus Saul come back from injury. Any one of them guys can close either night. So, so the Dodgers order. I, I wish they can just go get uh, Rivera from the Yankees out of retirement because you know he won the best to ever do it and to close. And and if they can get a closer. I think Toronto Raptors can shock a lot of people uh, in this playoffs. Uh, right now they're the two seed. So. And that's crazy to lose a superstar and still be one of the best teams in the league. Coaching, man. Yeah. Oh, Nick Nurse. My, he got my vote coach of the year. The coaching and the culture is is it's undefeated. Yeah. Um and let's 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 start off with the in the Bucks, man. Uh the number one team in the league as far as record wise. Uh Rashad, what you got for them? Man. <laughs> The Bucks are in an interesting spot because if they don't win a title, you know all that Giannis stuff gonna yes. start creeping. Yeah. So they, I said they need the paper mill, man. They gotta have to print a lot of money to get y'all to sign back. They gotta print them <laughs> checks for them, and you gotta go and sign that super match for them, man. Go get you a tree, get you a paper mill, give him all the cash he want. Because if y'all don't win that title, he might be out of there. Rashad point, I think they need. Some earphones, some headphones, like bows, some beats, or something. They're gonna need some noise cancellation because, like you said, it's a lot of pressure on them to produce. Um, it's a lot of pressure on Giannis to live up to MVP. So they're gonna have to cancel out a lot of that noise and uh, themselves into a groove and, and know that they're capable um, because they, they there is no looking forward to next season. You have to be right here, right now, every game, taking no nights off. So. If they can get some noise canceling headphones and kind of cancel out whatever headlines and and, and talking head talking points there are, um, I think they'll be okay. Because once once the bubble pops after you know the end of the season, whether you're on top or at the bottom, that's what you can start worrying about tomorrow. Right. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, what are the guys that that make uh, you know you know a steel break and they they can fix it back together. Um, My dad. What? what? <laughs> He's not good at it. That's what. Oh, <laughs> uh, but what's a uh, what's a what's a blacksmith? What's that? Is that guy with keys? No, that's a lock. Oh, lock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's crazy. Oh man, I think I think I think blacksmith right there. I think. Oh man, but uh, but what, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is, the bucks the bucks are going to be title or bust. And they gonna need somebody who who can fix who can if 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 the but if the engine busts whatever you need somebody who can fix it because you got to win the title you got to get to the title because if if you get there cut all the noise out Giannis is gonna stay in Milwaukee Buck forever um so 
you 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 gotta get not a locksmith, but a blacksmith or something like that, or or yeah, a blacksmith does stuff with metal. Iron yeah, iron. I know it was something like that. Now it's somebody smith. <laughs> But you still have keys. No, man. there's a lock. Maybe they will need the keys. I don't know. <laughs> hey, key, yeah, yeah, maybe you need some. Maybe you need a locksmith to get key to the title, man. I don't know. Um, that's funny. All right, so the three teams we didn't mention, and I feel like they in the same boat: Utah, OKC, and the Pacers. First I mean, round I don't, I don't know. It's like they, they all shocked everybody, and unless OKC and Utah play each other, um. And Pacers without Depot, I feel like, you know, these three teams are just, like, stuck. And I feel like they are all 13-year-olds. So, like, they are just kind of, like, every once in a while, you're like, oh, they could be adults one day. But then they do something childish, and you're like, never mind, they still kids. So, yeah. yeah, I feel like all of those teams are 13-year-olds. Yeah, coming into the season, I, I had Pacers in the East Finals, but with all the Ola Depot stuff, injuries over the last couple of years, will he play and will he not play, all that kind of stuff. Too many guys banged up. I'm not sure how they'll respond um, post-quarantine and scrimmage, all that kind of stuff. So I'm not saying I'm revising my pick, but I'm just not as optimistic about it as I once was. You might as well go ahead and revise that. Because uh, <laughs> we, we were both leaning on Depot being that that that, that man. and. Game. Yeah, uh, I gave I I think all three of those teams, the Dodgers need to get them some, some uh, something to get them out the mud. Like, I don't even know what you get people out of the quicksand with because that, that's what they need. Because I, I feel call like, it call a record to pull them out. Because yeah, because the both all three of the franchises are going to like sink in the, in the playoffs, and it, it is what it is. And the matchups is always going to be matchups, and I don't think they have advantage either way unless they play each other. So. Um, Shout out to Utah, OKC, Indiana, though, because the small markets, you know, they represent because they always be consistent, at least. And OKC, we thought was going to be sorry, and here they are. So that's what the doctor ordered. Uh, we got a few seconds left, man. Uh, appreciate you, Kiana, for joining us today. Um, it was fun. Uh, the, doctor, the doctor ordered COVID, man. Uh, so we, we'll catch y'all later. Uh, appreciate you, Kevin. Appreciate you, Rashad. We out.